We say in Rosh Hashanah, after every time we blow the shofar, Hayyim Haras Oilam. Hayyim Haras Oilam. That's normally translated as today is the birthday of the world. Why the birthday of the world? Because there's a shita that holds that the world was created in Tishrei. And that's the case. So it's a new year. The world is a year older. It's not completely accurate because according to that interpretation the beginning of the world was really a number of days beforehand. First of Tishrei was the day the other Mauritian was created. But we could still say that since Adam was the purpose of the creation of the world, so we can see in the creation of Adam the final stage of the world's creation, and therefore that's, that would be the anniversary which is celebrated as the world's birthday every year. I have a difficulty with that. Because we don't find the word harass means birthday. The word for birthday in the Torah is Yom Hulades, the day of the birth. And the word already appears in the Torah. We told about Paris' birthday, Yom Hulades is Paris. So, what does the word harass mean? And I would suggest that the word harass comes from the word harayon which means a pregnancy. And if that's the case, the Hayyam Haras Alam is the day the world was conceived, not the day it was born. And why is that significant? Because let's look to a bit of a background. The Gemara tells us in Rosh Hashanah and the Chesn Daftes, there's an argument between Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yeshua when the world was created. Rabbi Eliezer says the world was created in Tishrei. And Rabbi Yeshua said the world was created in Nisan. And the Gemara in the Chavzayin Rosh Hashanah says, Kaman Salinan Ha'idna Ze'ayim Tchilas Ma'asecho According to which opinion do we say in our davening that today Rosh Hashanah is an anniversary of the beginning of Hashem's creation? which means we celebrate Rosh Hashanah as being the anniversary of the creation of the world. And the Gemara says, according to Rabbi Eliezer, according to Rabbi Eliezer, because according to Rabbi Yeshua, the world was really created in Nisan. And we should ask the question, that according to Rabbi Eliezer, the world was created in Tishrei, it makes sense why that's the time the world's being judged. Because every year, a new year is going to begin. And therefore it's an appropriate time for our Kaddish Baruch to take stock of what's happened the previous year and decide what to do the future year. But they ask according to the opinion that the world is created in Nisan, the opinion of Rabbi Yeshua, so why are we being judged in Tishrei? What's significant that that became the time when Hashem chooses to judge the world? The Ran, in his parish in the Rif at the beginning of Rosh Hashanah, asked the question. And the Ran answers 
that being as Yom Kippur was the day that HaKadosh Baruch Hu forgave us for the Egel Azov. And therefore it became the day that Hashem was always willing to forgive the Jewish people. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted the judgment to be at a time when it's close to the time of forgiveness. And therefore even though it has nothing to do with the world's creation, but Rosh Hashanah was chosen as a date which is near to Yom Kippur, near to the time when we get forgiven. That's the answer of the run. One could suggest another answer as well. And that is, we know that different midas of HaKadosh Baruch Hu are piled at different times. And that is because HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world in a way that even though by Him all the midas are always there, and they're always available and ready to be used, Hashem creates the world with a cycle. A cycle of when different mirrors take effect. Just like on a daily rotation of morning to afternoon to night. We spoke about the fact that the mirrors of Chesed is most active in the morning, the mirrors of Din in the afternoon, the mirrors of Mishpat at night. Same thing in the cycle of the year. There's a time for Midas HaChesed and a time for Midas HaDin. And therefore, even if the world wasn't created in Tishrei, nevertheless, Mishpat, the Midah of Tishrei would still be a Midah of Din. And therefore, that's when we judge. Interestingly, when the Zara talks about the fact that the first of Tishrei is Yom Adin, he doesn't talk about it being because that was the time of the creation. He talks of being at a time when HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so to speak, gave the Makatrik, the Sultan, the right to be Tevayad in. And therefore the Sultan is allowed to bring, bring all the accusations he has against the Jewish people to the base in Shemarah during that time period. So regardless of when the world was created, and the argument between Rabbi Yishon and Rabbi Eliezer, we can understand that Rosh Hashanah is the Yamadin. Just according to Rabbi Lezer, it also happens to be the anniversary of the creation. And according to Rabbi Shah, even if it's not the anniversary of the creation, but it's the anniversary of when HaKadosh Baruch Hu judges the world. And therefore, the fact that the Chazal which tells us that Azmarishan was born on Rosh Hashanah and sinned on Rosh Hashanah was, and was tried on Rosh Hashanah and was eventually acquitted on Rosh Hashanah is all according to Rabbi Lezer. But the Roshanim asked a question. And that is, for a number of reasons, it seems that the Paschal like Rabbi Yeshua, not like Rabbi Yeshua. And therefore, according to Rabbi Yeshua, why are we calling Rosh Hashanah the first day or the current of the first day? Taisus Rabbeinatam suggests the Chiddush. And Tosin suggests that even according to Yeshua, that the world was created in Nisan. He says, but there's all of a machshava. Hashem decided to create the world in Tisha. 
and this doesn't seem to make sense to us. Because it doesn't take a Kodesh Baruch Hu time to do things. And therefore, if Hashem decided to create the world in Tisha, why didn't He? Why did He wait until Nisan? And using the principle that we explained before, we can answer this question too. And that is, it's not a question of time. Or it took Hashem time to get all the ingredients ready or to make up His mind, chas v'shalem. Started on something else. And that is, the decision to create the world was Alpida Din. And that was in Tishrei. Because that's when the Medes Adin is shaded. That's when the Medes Adin is in control. But when HaKadosh Baruch saw that a world created in Medes Adin wasn't going to be Miskayim, it wouldn't have a continuation. So HaKadosh Baruch waits to Nisan to create the world of Chesed. And therefore, according to Rabbi Natam, the world was planned from Teshrei, but the world was only created in Nisan. And if that's the case, then we can understand the concept of Hayyam Harasayla. Even according to Rabbi Yeshua, who according to the Yeshua, that's how we Paskin. Today was the day that the world was conceived. Where that, the decision was taken to create the world. It didn't yet, didn't yet exist in a form which was physical. That only happened in Nisan. But just like the conception precedes the birth, the same thing, the plan, the intention to create the world preceded its, its formation. And therefore, Shoshan is the Yam of the world's conception. Hayam Harasilam. But the Bala Machshavi explained that there's more depth to the argument between Rabbi Yeza and Rabbi Yeshua as to when the world was created. The argument when the world was created also, on the Machshavi level, was determined. What was the point of the creation of the world? Because if it was created bedin, or it was created bechesed, really changes the underlying reason for the creation. And let's learn this from two chazals. You know the Torah begins, Bereshis Barilakim. And Chazal take it to mean that Hashem created for the sake of the Rashis. What was the Rashis that was the reason for the creation of the world? There's two different Chazals. In one place, Chazal said, Bishul Yisrael. Kodesh Yisrael, Hashem Rashis Tvasa. It's the Rashis, it's the beginning of his harvest. And if that's the case, the world was created for the sake of Klai Yisrael. But there's another Chazal. And Chazal say, the world was created for the sake of the Torah. 
because the Torah is also called Reshis. Hashem Konani Reshis Darkoi. Hashem acquired me at, at the Reshis of His journey with the world. And what's the difference between the two? What's the difference between the world being created for the purpose of Kai Yisrael? Or the world being created for the purpose of the Torah? And we understand that it is one purpose of creation which was primary. Then everything else becomes secondary to that. If that's the case, the difference is going to be that is, is the primary motivation in creation for the Torah or for Kal Yisrael? Let's explore different points to understand this better. Let's say a person is blessed with a child. So of course he wants his child to do certain things, to grow up a certain way, to become the adult that the father wants him to become. But in a sense, that's secondary. His connection to his child is because it's his child. And even if the child doesn't necessarily fulfill the expectations of the father, that's not going to terminate their relationship with each other. Because primarily their relationship is biological. He's a father and he's a son. It would be nice if there would be other points on which the relationship could develop. But that primary point, that original point, defines what the relationship is. A son remains a son. Whereas, if a person would hire somebody to live in his house and to run his uh, affairs and take care of everything, so there, the point of the, or the relationship is what the person who's hired is doing. He's an employee. And if he's not fulfilling his job, he's going to get fired. Because there the primary reason for him is the job he has to do, is the function he has to fulfill. And therefore, in that case we would say that the, the primary consideration is the job which needs to be done. If he's fulfilling that job, then that's wonderful. And his boss can treat him well, can look after him like a son. But if he's not achieving his job, he's not accomplishing. And if that's the case, there's no reason for him to be maintained. There's a difference between a Ben and an Evet. A Ben will always be a Ben. And even if he's not the most efficient, the most loyal, the most intelligent worker, his father is not going to fire him because he's a son. Whereas when it comes to an Evid and a person is looking to pay somebody or to buy somebody to work for him, so of course, 
The primary point is the work which needs to get done, and he's going to look for the most efficient and expedient worker. This goes back to the argument, the discussion we had before. And that is, if the world was created for the sake of Klai Yisrael, then that's the primary point in the world. Sure, Hashem gives us a Torah to keep. And the reason for that is in order to give us the ability to earn reward, to justify our existence, to get an Amaba. Then it was brought down to the world, so to speak, as a way to help Klai Yisrael. The primary point of creation was Klai Yisrael. If that's the case, we lack sons. The other way of looking at it is that the primary point of the creation was the Torah. Klai Yisrael chose to keep the Torah and therefore HaKadosh Baruch is going to show a blessing on them and look after them and assist them because they're the ones who are keeping the Torah. But if Klai Yisrael would reject the Torah so then well, the Naka servant who stops doing his work, and then there's no reason to keep him. So those are the two sides of the question. Was the primary point of the world for Klai Yisrael, or was the primary point of the world for Torah? And the difference would be, if Klai Yisrael aren't keeping the Torah. So if they were the primary point of the world, HaKadosh Baruch was not going to let them drift too far from the Torah. But because his focus is for Klai Yisrael, so there's, he, would ne- he would never abandon Klai Yisrael. They're like a son. Whereas if the primary point of the world is the Torah, and then if Chas V'Shalom, there would be the possibility of Klai Yisrael rejecting the Torah, so then they're not fulfilling their function. There's no reason to keep them. Now that's a theoretical possibility, not a practical one. Because like the Baruch already promised us that Klai Yisrael never will forsake the Torah. And therefore, the Master Klai Yisrael's future is guaranteed. Because since we always will be the ones learning Torah, and we always will be the only, the only nation in the world who's obeying the Torah, so of course, we, as, as good servants, we deserve to exist. But the question is understanding the logic, understanding the principle. And we'll go one last step. And that is, we can understand this is also based on the Chalakas when the world was created. Because if the world was created, Bechesed, it means that Kodesh Baruch's primary motivation in the world was to create it, to do chesed for people. The chesed is giving them the chance to deserve the existence. The chesed is giving them the chance to earn an But that's the primary reason, the primary thought that Kodesh Baruch created the world with. Whereas if the world is created in Tishrei, so the world's created the Midas Adin. And the Midas Adin is that there's a Torah and the Torah needs to be kept. 
and the Torah needs to be kept, and therefore it needs to be ascertained by people keeping the Torah. And based on that, it's going to be determined if they deserve or don't deserve to exist. Now, this doesn't mean to say that according to Rabbi Yeshua, we can disobey the Torah with impunity. Of course, the Baruch is going to punish for that. But what means is you won't get rejected for that. And therefore, the Shetah which holds that the world is created in Tishrei holds that the world is created with Din. The Shetah which holds the world was created in Nisan holds the world was created with Chesed. If the world was created with Chesed, we like children. Because then that makes us the primary point of the creation. Just like by a child, the primary point of his relationship with his father is because he's a child. And the Shetah which holds the world was created in Tishrei holds that primarily we are avoided. Which means we're here to bring Kvot Shemayim. We get to Makayim the Torah. And now with that background, let's go back to the Piyot again. We say, Hayoyim Haras Oilam. Today was the day the world was conceived. Even according to Rabbi Yeshua, that the creation happened in Nisan, but the decision to create the world happened in Tishri. Hayoyim Yamid Bamishpat Kol Yitzurah Yalamid. And today Hashem brings everything to the justice. Everything gets judged. Im kebanim, im It could be we've been judged like sons. That's the one shit. It could be ka'avodim. But we appeal to Hashem both ways. And we say, im kebanim, lirachameinu kerachem avalbanim. If we've been judged like sons, so then naturally, a father has rachim on his son. Ve'im ka'avodim. If we've been judged like avodim, and therefore, the question is, do we deserve to be kept on as avodim? Are we fulfilling the function we were, that we were enslaved to fulfill, that we were brought to do? So that's the case. Our response is, e'nein l'luchot liyos. If we've been judges of Adam, and therefore what's going to be with us depends on what's going to be with us depends on how successful we've been in fulfilling Hashem's job for us. So on that we say that Hashem Hashem which means we're relying on you to consider the efforts we made as being sufficient to consider us avoiding who are doing the job. And that's what Taitzika Armish Patayna. You should look at what we've done, what we've tried to do, as sufficient to, to give us the Mishpat verdict that we deserve to continue being about it. And then the Chotlius means we're looking to you to enable us to continue as a body. We're both sides. 
On the first side of a Pasuk, we said in the Aftar of Rosh Hashanah, the Baruch says, Habayn Yakir Li He asks a rhetorical question as it were. Is Ephraim such a special son? Im Yadet Shashrim That Kimidei Dabri Boy Zachar Es That every time I talk about him I remember him more and more. Kido indicating that Ephraim doesn't deserve that. But nevertheless, that is the way Hashem feels about him. Rachema Rachamein Anom Hashem Never Hashem will have mercy on him. This access to a child is because even if he doesn't deserve it, he's still a child. That's in Hanhagav HaKadosh Baruch Hu who primarily creates the world for Klai Yisrael. That's Hanhagav Chesed. And we doubt if that's on that in Kabbalim. If we're deserving of that, HaKadosh Baruch Hu should Look to us as Bani. And have mercy on us like Bani. So here too we have an argument. Here too we have an argument. And that is, even if on the side that we were created, in order to keep the Torah. In order to bring forth Shemayim. So yes, it's a question how much we've been successful in doing that. But, if HaKadosh Baruch is going to compare us to the rest of the world, then he's going to see we're the best of all in there are. And therefore, We're not talking about everybody's individual din. That's Hashem's, when you look at each individual, but Christ will collectively. We'll be a quarter of him too. Because when it comes to who in the world is doing Ritzan Hashem, who in the world is working for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is in some way providing for Shemayim, it's only us. Therefore we daven that if we're being judged as a Vodim, we should be acquitted as a Vodim too.